My name is Will. I'm a student leader and team building expert. And I'm Mohammed, an avid content creator and student. Welcome to Uni Unplugged, the weekly podcast for students by students, where we help you get the most out of university. In this episode, we explore our first year, how our perceptions of university have changed over time and what we do differently looking back. We discuss taking notes in first year and how we learn to get the most out of lectures, optimising for efficiency using the 80-20 rule, as well as explaining why your final grade isn't the most important metric of your success. Finally, we talk about why and how you should get involved in societies and projects, along with our best bits of advice for first years. Thanks for listening and we hope you enjoy. We're going to talk about first year. Yeah. We're going to get into first year. We're going to go into detail. Into detail. Um, So, very open question. What would you have done differently in first year, looking back now? It's such a... There's so much to cover here, I feel like. Like, we've written a few podcast prompts down, as in things to talk about. If I think about it in a very general sense, what would I have done differently in first year? I think I come from... My general mindset is always to try and do more and get more experience because I always saw university as a place or a time in my life where I I needed to like pack it with things because there's so much there's so much opportunity it's so many new things to do that it felt like a waste not to be going out you know every night maybe not in the partying sense but like new activities new societies things like that so in first year, I think even though I did take part in some sense, and even though it was locked down, which meant that a lot of it was online, I'd still want to do my best to go out and like chase hobbies, if that makes sense. Mm. Go after things I'm interested in, find people that are also into that stuff, and just, yeah, see what happens. Nice, nice. I think I share a similar thing there where like definitely went to, like, for me, too, too many house flat parties like, i didn't really enjoy them but i went anyway because it's first year like I yeah felt like i felt like i had to i was obliged to do that yeah um but i think i kept i played it quite safe in first year where i joined swimming club i joined the swimming club yeah. right and having done swimming for ages that was a real obvious thing to do but then that was kind of the extent to the things that i did extra apart from my degree yeah. i i think it was difficult because it was covid so we were sort of penned in a little bit into our into our flat um, with people getting COVID, going into lockdown or isolation, whatever you want to call it, for a couple of weeks. And mm-hmm. it made things like quite inconsistent, especially like meeting people. Um, and I wouldn't say you necessarily meet people at flat parties either. I don't think that's like Not really. meaningful time to build friendships. I, I, I personally wouldn't say that's the best opportunity to do that. I feel like um, even... Even if you get the chance to properly have a conversation with someone where music isn't blaring in your ears, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. still like the kind of, at, at least from my experience, it's still like the kind of service level, like, oh, what course did you do? Maybe it was because, so I went through a really similar process. And I think every student does when they come to uni and they're like, it's uni, so partying, right? Like going yeah. out, that kind of thing, meeting people, nights out, all of that. Um, I tried it for the first like two nights maybe <laughs> I went out with my I went out with my new flatmates who I just met um, and they were like yeah we're going to a party and that kind of thing I to to the listeners I am in no way a partying person I am a complete introvert I never do this kind of thing so I went out maybe the first night to a random flat in Ranmore which is where I was staying mm-hmm. um, someone was hosting 
and I just sort of like tried to make conversation. The partying stuff started, music started playing. I was just like, it, I'm not really into this at all. I left within the first like half an hour maybe and just went yeah. home yeah. and just chilled basically. I think that's fair. And it was a really big, like, at least at that time, it was a big experience for me to be like, oh, uni's not what I wanted, if that makes sense. It, in that specific situation, like, mm -hmm. that's not what I wanted from uni. And my entire, like, path towards things I was actually interested changed after that. Yeah. I, I think it, it almost took me doing that to understand that that's not what I want to do. Yeah, for sure. I feel, I feel like it was important to to try i suppose definitely but but then i think definitely in first year it just wasn't what i wanted to do i'd rather have just stayed at home i think yeah and done stuff with the flat you know but but not going out like like a lot of my flatmates were yeah um okay so it's slightly different um studying in first year mm -hmm. i i came into to uni first year with a a nice a nice sort of tablet laptop that i'd write my notes on <laughs> Plugged up to a HDMI that went into a into a monitor, yeah. and that was like the way I took all my notes. And it was, it was very like the same thing every time. I had it all laid out nicely. Templates. Templates, exactly. Yeah, and and that really worked for me in first year. But now it's completely different how I take notes. Yeah. Like, what did you do in first year to take notes? How did how did you do it, and how was that? I know, sort of, we're going out of first year a little bit there, but but how has it changed? I guess. Um, I was. Frankly, I was a mess at first year <laughs> in terms of note taking. <laughs> so not your strong suit then in I, first year. I wouldn't say so. No. So, okay, we joined in lockdown, right? Which meant a lot of our learning was online. And for me, the the method I found to get through that and still learn things was to watch online lectures, which was basically most people's option at the time. And then take notes on Notion, which is what I started with from first year, um, or at least around that time, maybe a few months in. So I typed up a lot of my notes back then, um, just like straight after watching on-call recordings of, of the lectures or, or videos, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it felt, how do I put this? It To some extent, I did think it was a good method in that I got all of the information down word for word. Like I would literally copy what exactly the speaker was saying and have it down. Um, but I guess to, to divert slightly into how that's changed as I've gone through the years, I have now started taking notes on my phone, which is really, I feel like I tell people that and they're like, wait, what, what are you doing? <laughs> see, I see you and I just think you're texting someone. Yeah. And it does look like that. And that's the one big downside, I feel like, that it's it's sort of like it looks to other people like I'm not doing work. But for me, it's in a similar way to Notion. It feels like I can get a lot of the information down mm. fast because I am going at texting speed and not at handwriting speed, if that makes sense. Yeah. You see, I'm now just not taking notes in lectures. Interesting. I just sort of sit there and try and absorb it. Right. Because I feel like in first year it was so there was it was so clear that there was that screen in front of you and you were sat in your room and they were wherever they were lecturing from yeah. their their home office whatever and there was that real like disconnect between like student and teacher yeah and i think one of the like best things about university is that like in-person experience so 
go to lectures. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like actually make an effort to go to lectures because That's for sure. the amount of times that a lecturer will pause the on-call lecture capture and say something really interesting or <laughs> amusing or whatever and then play it again. And you'll miss that if you're not there. Yeah. So I think I think now in third year, I, I want to make sure that I'm getting that experience where it's sort of like I am listening to that person trying to absorb it. And then afterwards, I might <laughs> go back and make notes on it properly. Um, but it might just be that I do that sort of close to exam time as part of revision. Yeah. Um, especially because now in third year compared to first, where in first year, everything was new for me anyway. Like I didn't do an engineering A-level or like BTEC or anything. So it was all new topics that built off of like general sciences. Yeah. And but it was Yeah, but it was quite new still. And now in third year, it's sort of like we're building on top of things we already know. So yeah. the fundamentals like aren't essential to capture everyone i would i would say for me anyway um but yeah so i think that is a big difference to to first year like not taking notes mm. but yeah i would say attending lectures was a big one how did you find the online aspect of first year i okay thinking back i remember a lot of my friends at the time saying they really disliked it but i sort of was i i, I was of the contrary view that it was actually really nice just to be able to get to have a video playing where you can pause, rewind, whatever you want to do, get all the information down. I think mm. thinking about the way I take notes normally, I'm very much of the view that whatever a lecturer is saying during the time of the lecture is useful. And so regardless of if it's like fundamental knowledge, it's been covered before in something else. I feel like it's still maybe maybe just my um brain wanting to get everything down in case i miss something and, and then i'm in the exam like oh i didn't take that one note that one time so therefore i don't know this properly i i try and get literally everything down that the lecturer says um what was the point we were talking about uh just whether it was like you preferred it online or also how you found online because i think you touched on a great point there which was like how it was really convenient to be able to rewind yeah in your own time and also like plan when you wanted to do different lectures because it was yes. a video it wasn't a scheduled thing so it was you could sleep in yeah <laughs> a lot more you know you could do things like go out to lunch or or if anyone ever did that like <laughs> go, for, go for a walk or something right and then come back and do your lecture then when you wanted to it's a lot more flexible yeah. yeah um i so you reminded me of a point i was going to make around that topic which was I think we both do a similar thing to some extent now in third year that we might not have done in first year, which is to slightly prioritize more the side projects during term time and leave the actual studying to the end, which it's a debatable opinion, I guess. But in my head, and tell me if you agree with me or not, it's a kind of thing where even though lectures are, lectures are going on the entire term, if you can like you're doing, um, sit in and listen and not not properly take notes, not even even not do the tutorial sheets, although I don't know if you do them or not. Um, but like just sit through and have like more be more flexible in your time with going to lectures as long as you get the rough information and dedicating more of your time to projects or hobbies and interests that only happen during term time and are less during exams. It's a kind of split where I feel like now that works more for me because I, I get the best of both worlds, I feel like. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. 
I think in terms of if I looked at it from like a mental health point of view, like I think for me cramming for five weeks, like like this previous exam season, I was in the IC for five weeks, like straight. Yeah. You know, I had weekends off most of the time, but it was still like some weekends I'd still go in in the morning and then do whatever activity I had to do in the afternoon. But that was really grim, like nine till five every day of the week for five weeks straight in the IC. So it's, uh, the IC is our library at yeah. Sheffield, by the way. Um, and yeah, I, I did not really enjoy that. that I was have really to rough. agree with you there. Yeah. However, if I look back at the term that we had mm. in semester one, I would say that if I tried to keep up with stuff during the semester on top of the extracurricular things, I would have completely burnt out. Right. Like 100%. Because I think when you are in a project, especially like a leadership position in a project as well, there's a lot of responsibility on you to like complete the actions so that the the team can continue. And yeah. if you don't do that, there's potential for like the team to go behind and that's affecting a lot of people. Yeah. Whereas your one tutorial sheet that you could do in place of that one hour planning session or whatever, like that only affects you and benefits you. Mm. So I, th- I think that's potentially like the reason why I prioritized a lot of extracurricular stuff. Um, I think it definitely is a balance that you have to learn to draw and you do end up learning it as you go along in uni um so even though like you said it is really grim and really difficult having to cram all the way at the end and probably not the best if you're trying to you know use spaced repetition and active recall and all those scientifically proven methods for keeping information long term um that that style of life i guess uh it really helps you get the most out of university at least in my view I, I think you i think it's playing the university game yes the education game yeah i don't think it's the best way to learn at all no but i think with exams in this one season you know like cramming at the end for all those exams and then like forgetting everything straight after so that you can do your next exam yeah and do the same thing with your next exam is is something that just like is part of university in mm-hmm. my opinion i i wonder I, i'm curious so when, when we get a guest on we can ask him ask him this question but like we come from that engineering sort of science background with those exams where it's like we sit down in the hall, but for people who sit like, or not necessarily sit, who write essays for their, their modules, mm-hmm. I want to know how that, how that differs. Because, I think, it, yeah, that's a good point actually. Cause they might have like two essays to do in one exam season. Yeah. So that might be like a week in the IC for one, a week in the IC for the other, mm-hmm. not necessarily having to like dump all the info from one exam to then try and absorb as much for the next. And adding the fact that other departments probably get more coursework as well, which you do have to do throughout the year. Yeah. Um, Yeah. When you were speaking before, it reminded me of a point that Rob, one of our lecturers, uh, gave at the very start of the year, I think towards the end of last semester, around this idea of the the 80-20 rule around studying. Mm -hmm. And it was really funny thinking and hearing from him who, you know, you think of him as like an academic, a staff, a lecturer who knows what he's talking about and and giving students the best tips for studying. Even he was saying like, at some point there are diminishing returns for staying on the notes and, and tutorial sheets and all of that. And as long as you have the majority of the content, you don't need to be going back to it all the time. Yeah. I think it it's a dangerous line to draw how much you study and how much mm. you leave towards the end. Um, but it's the kind of thing where as you go through uni, as you get practice, looking back at the information every time, because like you said, for something like aeropropulsion, which is one of our modules, we'll have seen 
the aerodynamics behind that in years two and even year one. So we are familiar with it. And to some extent, that leaves a bit of like, ah, yeah, it'll be fine. At least in my head, I can just leave it towards the end. Um, But another part of me does say like, this is a sort of constant thing. I think on the 80-20 rule as well, I think it was really important what you said about how 80-20 is also for reports and stuff like that, like coursework. Yeah. Where like you do 80% of the, the work. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. And you'll get... It's used in different ways, right? Yeah. So sometimes people say like 20% of the work to get 80% of the return. Or like 20% of the team does 80% of the work. Yeah. That's like a big one. But I think in the context that I remember him saying mm. it, it was a kind of thing of you want, your ideal is to get to like 80 to 90% like absorbing of the knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> if that's yeah. English. <laughs> we'll say it is. We'll go with it. And then um, past that. There are mm. diminishing returns to you putting in more hours and it's more useful for you to go to something else. Yeah. Studying something else or just taking a break or whatever you want to do. Yeah, that's fair. Because I think I think potentially coursework scared me a bit in first year. I don't know if we, we didn't have that much, but second year, definitely. Um, because I am particularly like perfectionist about a lot of those things where it's sort of I want to make sure that what I'm handing in, even if it's worth like 20 percent. Right. Is like, you know, as, as good as it can be. And I think like. You, I, I'll end up putting in like maybe 10 more hours than I should have for like that extra 20%, mm-hmm. you know, that, that 20% of like could get, you know. Um, so I don't think that's necessarily a good thing. But on the on the subject of like a, academic achievement, I suppose, like how, how did you, going into university year one, how did you want to do in year one? What was your goal for year one in terms of academic achievement? Get a first. That was your goal going was, in. It was yeah. get get that first. Yeah, basically. So I'd, I have two older sisters, and I'd heard from both of them how the uni grading system generally worked. Right in that, it was first two one two two, and then below. Right, um, and obviously a first is the best you can get. So having come from a, a grammar school or a school in general where academic achievement means you're aiming for the highest mark, the best mark, hundred percent, I just naturally thought, okay, yeah. Um, I must want a first then. <laughs> so I, I went through the first year thinking that's what I do really. Mm-hmm. How, how did it go? Um, if you, if you want to share, we don't, we don't have to share. Yeah, no, I'm comfortable sharing. I did end up getting a first when I look back. I, I did this thing of tracking uh, as the year went, as, as I went through the year, I tracked the like coursework grades and the final exam grades towards the end. Nice. And made a score out of that. And I'm pretty sure it was just over 70. So I managed it. Very good. But what annoys me now is that my average is lower than that first year grade. I see. So I'm still pushing for a vest now because first year didn't count for us. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's a struggle. Point. Yeah. I think I think I went in with a similar sort of mentality. Yeah. Where I was like, well, or maybe, maybe I sort of went in thinking about like the degree as a whole. Right. In terms of like, if you don't aim for a first like what what's the point yeah almost because like you may as well aim for it and then if you get a 2-1 or a 2-2 then you know you still have that degree um and also a uh, sort of side point what another thing that rob said mm-hmm. was about how he would much rather employ an engineer who has a 2-1 yeah from their degree and a page full of experience in student projects extracurricular stuff than someone who got a good first or like a really high first or something like that right who has none of it um and i think that is a really important point to note as well like especially first year 
like because we both went in thinking yeah look we we have to hit 70 you know i went on that first spoiler alert i did not get a first in my in my first year um wasn't too far off i think i ended up with like 66 okay but but i did not get that um and i think sort of looking at it now like i had to think more it's not all about the academic grade at the end of the day absolutely it's about how you are as a full package you know what experience have you had extracurricular yeah. stuff because everyone will get a degree not everyone will be in that student project that you were in um so i think that's an important point um, it it really sort of circles back to this idea of spending your time more on getting getting the experience getting those projects and not just in so i realize for a lot of this we've been talking about technical engineering type projects mm, because obviously sure. we're aerospace students but there's this balance between societies and projects that will help your course and societies that you generally just do to have some downtime or relaxation a funny one that i remembered which it was sort of brought up at random times throughout the year because i'd see them on instagram i think we have a duck society at the uni of sheffield oh man we have, we have a society for everything yeah a duck society wow duck sock yeah duck sock and I think it was like, I remember seeing a post saying like, oh yeah, you pay one pound and you get some feed to feed the ducks at Western Park. <laughs> and that's the entire session is you just feeding ducks together. Oh, good. Oh, having good. a chat. Um, so, so if you're in first year, go check out the duck sock. Shout, <laughs> shout out. Yeah. <laughs> oh. That's a free promo right there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm curious what sort of, so you mentioned swimming. Mm-hmm. Um, was it, ah, I realized because of lockdown, there probably wasn't much chance to do other stuff anyway, right? No, I, I missed I missed out going to the like sports fair and activities fair as well yeah. the first year because I think when you when you arrive like when when I arrived in Sheffield it was there was so much going on you know you see the cars lined up people unpacking like yeah. sort of saying hi to people sort of like in in the because it was like a campus it's not a campus uni but there's a campus of like student halls isn't yeah it? there's two um and. And I think all the excitement of moving in, meeting people, like setting up your room, how you'd like it, you know, that's really exciting. And I think I missed out doing, you know, the the things where I'd, I'd learn a bit more about what I could get up to at yeah. university. So I would definitely say make sure that you go to the activities fair, the sports fair. And just like, even if you don't necessarily feel comfortable talking to people, just go like have a look at the stalls, like see what options there are to join. Mm. Um, because, yeah, in my head, it was only... I would search up swimming on the SU website yeah. and join that and then go to the session. Um, Another really good one that I think, I, I don't see this as being exclusive to Sheffield either, is the give it a go sessions. Yeah. That I'm pretty sure all unis do to some extent, saying for regardless of the society, they most likely do like beginner sessions that you can just come in, pay whatever amount, or, or even if it's free, just come in and say you're here for a beginner session and get straight into what the society is actually about. Yeah. That's the kind of thing that I would never have thought existed until I found out it was a thing. Because <laughs> with, because I'm now in Corfball, like sports club, right? And we have like the give it a go sessions. And they, that was what I went to originally. Yeah. You know, never do, had done Corfball before. Like, I went, I went to it and it was just really engaging and fun and something new. And if you didn't like it, there's no pressure either. Exactly. You, know, you can just go try something else out and yeah. see what fits. And I would 100% recommend, like, just taking a look. If you're, if you're a sporty person, but you want to try something out new, just just go look on the, the sports, different uh, different clubs that you could go join, right? And, yeah. And check out what they are. Go to a couple Give It A Go sessions of, of sports that you wouldn't usually go to because... When else are you going to play corfball <laughs> than, than at university? Or 
you know, Quidditch, for example. Quidditch, know, yeah. Like, like that's that's always a fun one to come up. Um, but but I'd say like just just go try stuff, and then same with activities fair and societies. Like mm-hmm. if you have a passion for photography, there's a photography society. Anything, any hobby that you could think of, there is like most likely yeah. be a society for it. Yeah, I would definitely agree. To sort of come round it off and come towards the end of this, what general advice would you give in terms of well, yeah, just generally to someone in the first year. I think a lot of this has been, at least in my head, balancing work with fun. So yeah. the idea of how much you want to commit to academic achievement, how much you want to spend going to societies, figuring out what opportunities you actually have, which is a big part of first year. Yeah. Um, I guess one point I generally say is learn to find a balance between your academics and everything else i think that's one of the really key things you have to figure out and the earlier you can figure that out the better because it sets you in a position to make the most of whatever path you go down i'd fully agree i I think balance is the most important thing and like you will get it wrong like you know at some point if if not in your first year you will get it wrong at some point um like either way um so i think for first year specifically um i'd say just keep on top of tutorial sheets i wouldn't say worry about for me anyway, or maybe generally, like writing down absolutely every like <laughs> word that your lecturer says. It's definitely it a toxic habit. <laughs> yeah, I'd say it's it, it might set you up for failure potentially because it's like a big expectation on yourself. Yeah. So just be kind to yourself and keep on top of tutorial sheets, stuff that you almost have to hand in, stuff you get feedback on. I think that's maybe a big one. And I don't think, yeah, you should worry too much about you know, making sure every note is written perfectly and beautifully on a on some card or on your notes on your computer or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I would also say, yeah, make sure that you are going out and joining these societies, you know, or not necessarily doing too many things in first year, but like find one thing, maybe like if you're a sporty person, a sport and a society you could join or a, a sport and a project, or if you're someone who's really into, not, not into sport at all, just go find like two different things, don't don't pick up five projects in first year and try and like do them all because it's yeah. just not a, not possible, right? It's not worth it, and you'll end up not enjoying your first year. Um, so yeah, find a society. Maybe if you're an engineer, go into an engineering team or yeah, you know, something something like that. I'd say that's probably the best bit of advice. Mm-hmm. Don't do too much, but get experience because then it means when you go into second year and you have a bit more technical experience or you know, literacy experience from your degree, whatever it is, then because you have that extra bit of, you know, experience in that project society or anything, it means that you can then get a better role in something you want to do in second year. And it'll yeah. set you up for in, in really good stead to sort of progress through different leadership levels or get a, a committee position. Um, so I think, yeah, that would be, that'd be my advice. Brilliant. I say we end it there. I reckon so. So thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. And we'll see you next time. See you next time. Thank you.